Holy shit, Ross. That was awesome. Welcome to the dog chug, everybody. Wow. Woo. Ross. We, I was sitting in a parking lot when you put it into day one, when you dropped the video. And me and Henry were sitting in the van waiting for Dawson to come out from basketball. Uh, and you dropped it. I put it over the car speakers. And we had the windows down. And we were <laughs> rocking, man. And we were, me and Henry were singing that all the way back home. You're back in the 90s, man. Sitcom. Man, Five we were. Sitcom we were. Coming to ABC. <laughs> the, other parents, the other parents probably thought I was, well, they know I'm nuts anyway. <laughs> awesome job, man. Bravo. And if you thought our endings were awkward and annoying, wait till you hear this 52 more times. <laughs> so the plan is you're going to switch it up every week, right? Yeah. Special um, intro. You know, we got, mm-hmm. like I said, we got to step up our game now that we're on Network 216. Network we're yeah. big league now. Where's our overlay, by the way? Oh, man, it's there. Don't worry. We're just waiting for it to get heated Pa-pow. up. Pow, pow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh so look at that. At the dog jug. I love it. How's everyone doing? What a week it's been. Go ahead, Ross. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just pretty busy week, you know. Browns won. I'm happy. Guardians won the AL Central. I'm happy. The Cavs are about to start a season with the all-star lineup. Couldn't be happier. I feel the same way ever yeah. since we got to know our two and six things have been really looking up for Cleveland sports. It's been yep. amazing. One of the things, though, that's going on is, um, you know, sometimes we say some stupid things and uh, sometimes there's some actions that not everyone agrees with. So we are pleased to announce that um, we are being forced yeah. to have a uh, brand new person to the dog jug, um, new head of HR. It's just All right. You guys made a smart decision by hiring me. Yes. Wow. Uh, you're going to whip us in line, keep us, That's right. keep us uh, everything good, right? That's right. How are you going to do that? Um, well, I'm going to uh, go over all the bits before you do them. I'm also going to uh, I do demand that you send me a list of all upcoming guests for the show. Um Jeez. To make sure that people aren't coming on um, unclothed or um, that's not a problem. Possibly, possibly think... too drunk before the show starts or um, just inappropriate you're getting, behaviors. Really. So you're gonna cancel dog chug, is what you're telling us. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see the first <laughs> list next week. This is pretty recent that. development. It's not a coincidence that now that we have an HR head of HR, we do not have Dan on the beginning of the show. That has been nixed. No more. Yeah. Andy, I need some clarification. Is she a consultant or is she like hired by us? Um, she's over our head. Like she's okay. You know, she's the liaison to so like a new like a neutral party. Basically, um it's like Judge Robinson? She's gonna keep us in line. <laughs> yes. Love Judge Robinson, by the way. She's a great woman. I have yeah. not seen her. Which wow. means you won't listen to anything I tell you to do. So it'll be about the same. I'm sure. <laughs> Okay. Jess, how did you enjoy watching your Cleveland Browns defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers? It was pretty awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was fun to be able to watch it on TV, first of all, through the Amazon Prime. Um, though it had commercials, and most of my streaming services don't, so that was kind of annoying. But um, living in Oklahoma, it's kind of tough to watch some of the games, so that I had the opportunity to really watch it on TV was nice. So I enjoyed it a lot. Well, I'm very jealous that you had the opportunity to watch it. I unfortunately did not, but we'll get into that a little bit later. (laughs) 
All right. Well, we're going to have some fun today. This is going to be a great yeah. show. And we're going to kick it off with everyone's favorite bit. Jess is actually going to help us out. We're going to go right into the Dog Jug Updates, where we give all of our fans all the news of what's going on in the NFL and in Cleveland. <clears throat> so um, let's get started with uh, this week's Dog Jug Update. I believe Ross is going to kick it off. All right, let's get it going. On today's Ken Carmen show, Anthony and Ken laid out evidence that Haslam was the one who was stuck on Baker Mayfield and the front office had to bring endless data to convince him to go in a different direction. Talk about unexpected plot twist. You'd never see that, that coming. We discovered that Jimmy Haslam is running the Baker Bros Facebook page. <laughs> uh, Jess, I believe you're up. All right. Some of you may know, on Monday, Brown Star Defender reportedly involved was reportedly involved in a car crash in his 2021 Porsche where he suffered some minor injuries. I say reportedly because this story is a cover-up. What actually happened is someone said his Porsche looks douchey like Mason Rudolph and Miles exited the vehicle and beat the shit out of it Street Fighter II style. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Stefanski carved up the Steelers' defense Thursday, calling a perfect game blending the run and the pass to keep them in balance so the defense could do just enough to come away with the win. Stefanski's third victory against the Steelers in his short tenure. And people were actually suggesting Stefanski should be fired. At Dog Chug, we're all fans of Down with the Browns. But perhaps, uh, Matty G, uh, you should start uh, doing lukewarm takes. <laughs> Pork, you never Got it. <laughs> All right. During last Thursday's contest against the Pittsburgh Steelers, offensive lineman Okorafor pounced with his 300 pounds of weight on top of a not moving and injured Anthony Walker. Mike Tomlin said he didn't see the component of the play that upset people. Mike, the dog chug understands the stress that comes with your inability to coach is being exposed. Now you don't have stars like Ben Roethlisberger and TJ Watt. And it shows just how overrated you are. And uh, that stress makes it difficult to see something so apparent. So perhaps you'll see this. <laughs> wait, wait, we're not supposed to do that. Oh, oh crap. Right. Here <laughs> come the fun police. And we're flicking off. Or pretend like I didn't do it as well. Sorry, right, Ross. <clears throat> Jacoby Brissett has played pretty well leading the Browns to a 2-1 and record and first place of the AFC North leading some Browns fan to question how we can pull him after the Watson suspension is over. Last summer, when Ernest Johnson played well against the Denver Broncos, did anyone question how we could put Nick Chubb back in when he gets healthy? The dog Chubb loves entertaining our Cleveland audience, but sometimes you have as much sense as Andy two hours after one of his Chubb videos or at the end of the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, you just saved that picture. Roger. Oh, the Cleveland Guardians have done the unthinkable. And with the youngest team in Major League Baseball, when they managed to win the division two weeks ago before the end of the season, and in the blink of an eye, thousands of Clevelanders have hopped on the bandwagon after giving up on the team due to controversial name change and the ownership lack of spending. With this in mind, the dog chuck petitions, the term fair weather fan be decommissioned, and for 
all the new fans racing back to enjoy Cleveland baseball, a new term should be used. Fairweather racists. Yes. <clears throat> you didn't run the one past me first, guys. Just throw that out there. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so the first place, Cleveland Browns. Again, first place, Cleveland Browns. Take on the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday. Some say the Falcons have been a bit of a surprise this season, but in reality, they're a lot like our friend Dan. You don't really know anything about them. You can't understand a word they're saying. They stumble around shirtless, and most of all, they seem drunker than we'd be if the dog shag went on for six straight hours. <laughs> okay, finally, the dog chug announced this morning that Ed will no longer be a part of the show. At the dog chug, we're all giant homers, and we believe the Browns and all Cleveland teams are going to win every time they come out. So it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that we believe the inexcusable actions that he made do not define him, and he will eventually repair the damage he has caused to his wonderful family. We want to thank you for all the laughs, the good times, and playing a part in molding the show into what it's become. And that's the Dog Chug Updates. Whoa. All right. I still think we need music. Yeah, we're going to get some music going. Yeah, I'll work on that. It's baby steps, like <laughs> Roger, right? Little by little. See, well, we you have to buy that? We need to uh, put a little... We need to make some money. And then we can add all these creative, awesome things to the show. And how do we make money? Well, we do it with an homage read. Mm, yeah. So let's bring on our everyone's favorite judge, Judge Sherry. How's Hello. Going? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? We are all great. Wonderful. How are you doing? Good. Happy Wednesday. Yes. Hope day. <laughs> oh, what? How did you enjoy watching the Browns kick the Steelers' ass? Well, I was there. I was there, and um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the only downside was is I took on friendly fire. One of our Browns fans hit me in the back with a beer can, and I was wearing my favorite jacket, and I almost cried, but I didn't. Oh, jeez. Was oh, it a beer? And, like, everybody sitting behind me was really upset that I got hit with the beer can. <laughs> was it Was it a Full beer? Or? No, no. Uh, it, there was just enough left for it to be gross, you know? Yeah. And it was so windy on top of everything. So I think that helped, like, move the beer can down the level. And, but other than that, it was great. <laughs> Can't get green. I bet it was a Steelers fan that happened to do that. Those guys, you cannot take them anywhere. You can't trust them. They're animals. Right. Yeah. But beside that, we won. And that was pretty great, so... At any point during the game, did security come and eject you? Me, no. Nice. No? no I did see them, that. though. I saw them. There was a little bit of uh, uh, action in my section. Um, Steelers fans were sitting in somebody else's seat that was there, and the guy, Ooh. one guy said one thing to another, and the other guy's like, I'm not moving. He doesn't own this seat. You know. I, I love that voice. Classic mix-up. <laughs> when people do that, it's my favorite. So um, Josh Mansfield came out and said that he loves Matty G's, the president of his fan club. And then he did actually acknowledge, though, his coach fans got take this Chick-fil-A diss leaves a lot to be desired. I didn't hear the Chick-fil-A diss. He just wow, said yeah. it was trash overrated. <gasps> yeah, it does. Ouch. A little offended by that. Not going to lie. 
I bet it was Manny G that threw the beer can at you. Now that I think about it, really, <laughs> he saw you on the dog show and he's like, "I'm gonna, I gotta get her." All right, yeah, well, right in the back. <clears throat> we've been doing a couple homage reads, and uh, Sherry's been generous enough to come, yeah, do them. Um, she's reviewed my ad. She's reviewed Ross. Now, Roger, you are up. Roger, how long have you prepared this ad? All right. Um, you know what? I got a package over here the other day, and um, it was uh, from Homage, Homage Apparel. You guys out there ever hear of Homage Apparel? Um, let me tell you something. And listen up. I mean this. Um, I got this T-shirt right here, the Parma. Let me move this thing. I got the, the Parma pierogi. Uh I'm sorry, the Pierogi Power Browns t-shirt. And um, it's the most comfortable, softest t-shirt that I've ever owned. And, and I'm not lying here. Um, it's it's There's nothing softer, there's nothing more comfortable than the Homage Apparel t-shirt that I bought. Look at this. I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, I got a t-shirt one Christmas, right? And I got it from family, you know, they buy you a gift, you're thankful. And um, had nice graphics on it. Material was horrible. Cheap, cheap material. You know, and it's not on it's not on Anne Marie. She don't know. You know, she thinks she's getting quality stuff, but it wasn't quality. It wasn't homage apparel. Um, me, me, I can't wear the cheap material. You know, I'm a big I'm a big boy. You know, I like it loose. I like to be able to move around. Um, listen, if you if so, someone takes a picture of you and you're in that cheap material and that t-shirt, you know, and, and you're looking you're looking like you're in your second trimester. You might be in in the market for a breast pump. Um, it's not flattering stuff. That material is not flattering stuff. Listen, um, that stuff sticks to you. It's greedy. And no matter what size you order, it's going to be a medium. I promise. But not at Homage Apparel. Um, and it's not just for the big boys. Say you're one of these guys in shape. You know who you are, right? You get this cheese stuff and you're walking around and you look like a coat rack with a T-shirt on. Um, it's not attractive. At Homage Apparel, it's cool. It's comfortable. Look at this thing. It fits perfect. Um, it's quality material. You're going to love it. Um, so I'm going to tell you, like I was trying to tell you, I go to order this T-shirt, right? And um, I start going through the Great Homage Apparel. And um, I click on the link. I go to Homage link. I get it from the 216 Network. Um, I get on the Homage homepage, and I start scrolling. And I'm looking at the T-shirts. I'm thinking, oh, I want that one. Look at this thing. I'm like, Minky, look at this thing right here. I want this T-shirt. And the more I scroll, it just didn't stop. Um, and then the hoodies. Listen, listen, this is unbelievable. The hoodies that they have, hold on, you got it. These things are the greatest hoodies, man. They, they, they're soft. Ross, Ross can stand up and tell you he just bought one. They're the best hoodies on the market. Um, it's all first class, everything they got there. Um, and this apparel, um, Say, I saw uh, uh, one in there that was a Cuyahoga National Valley hoodie, and I got to get that for my wife. It was beautiful. Um, but I need to pick out a T-shirt, and I'm looking through the T-shirts, and uh, I want something. When I see a T-shirt, it takes me a while, man, because that T-shirt's got to want to be mine. You know what I mean? It's got to want to be mine. Um, and I'm a guy, I love the ethnic flavor of Cleveland. You know, um, that's my favorite thing about the city um, is the ethnic flavor of it. Um I grew up very ethnic background as a kid. We'd go to Sunday dinner, and um, it was like going around the world. You know, one Sunday it was uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Next it was pierogi and cabbage. Um, I, I come from an ethnic background. When I saw this T-shirt, you know, and I knew it had to be mine. Um, 
If you want one of these Amish t-shirts, all you got to do is go to Network 216. Network 216, they'll take you to the homage link. Go on there, get one of these t-shirts. Um, look through all their apparel. They got great stuff. Um, I recommend homage. I love it. Best t-shirt I ever had. Wow. Holy cow. Was, was, that a, was that a commercial or was that a movie? It was a movie. I cut it down, too. I made it as a mini. It was, I thought it was more like an infomercial. That was. I, you know, I went back and watched George and Ross. I was like, I, I can hit right around that time. I'll, I'll try to get within that window. You know me. Two payments in 1999. <laughs> MC Lawrence agrees. Roger hey, needs like I'm not I'm not sure if I should be like setting it and forgetting it or <laughs> buying a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, Roger falls asleep during the dog chug. If you fell asleep during his ad read, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is too shit. <laughs> All right. Well, Sherry, it's time for Okay. I'm gonna say I'm taking the perfect two toms. From my giant antacid jar here, just because. The more the better. That's good. How does yeah. that scale work? Is that good? Remember, zero is the best. Oh, oh zero okay. is the best. So it's backwards. And oh. the whole breast pump thing threw me off. That's like not what I want to think about when I'm buying apparel. Right. You get that image. You want to run out to homage. You get one that doesn't do that. That's what I was thinking. Right. Right. <laughs> was he. Did, how concise do you think he was? Like, was he very concise? The, well, the opposite because it was an infomercial. So it was the opposite <laughs> of concise, but I enjoyed his moxie. <laughs> and I do believe that the material is soft because he kept cramming that down our throats. <laughs> Hopefully, had a t shirt, though. What was going on when you were talking about going to get in spaghetti dinner? Like what? Uh, I was a little nervous at, uh, as of what was going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I kind of bounced around, man. I make notes and I just like. It was, it was entertaining. That's what I go for. I don't want to make sense or anything. Well, people it to was say. definitely an <laughs> ad for a t-shirt. That was the takeaway. It was, and Ross just bought a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I just just got uh, word that Homage's site is actually down because so many people right now, based on that ad, are flooding. Really? I believe yeah. it. I believe it. I mean, it was like a testimony to <laughs> softness. <laughs> well, well done, Roger. I I think uh, that's a really high score. Yeah, so far I think he might have the best. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it running away because I had a billion notes. I could have been here all night with the material that I wrote. Thought you were um, I, wrote, I wrote so much, man. Because you know why? You got, I, I planned on doing this for a week, so I had a whole week of writing nonsense. My note is like... How many times did you write down soft? If it, you, you don't even... If I printed it, it'd be like about this thick. Wow. The notes on the Hobbish pierogi t-shirt. I believe it. Like I'm sold. I, I'm of pierogi heritage myself. So it's like a wheel. I spin my screen and whatever stops, that's what I go with. And I just start scrolling and I'll hit whatever I see. Don't ever change, Roger. Don't let don't let this prime time thank you though. This prime time big sponsor change you ever. <laughs> uh Josh just said yeah. leave us all a follow on Twitter. We appreciate that, Josh. 
very, very much. I took the, I took it, the title. Hey guys, I found I found a photo of uh, Roger from back in the day. Did you? Great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey. <laughs> wow. You still that apron or not anymore? Yep. Roger, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grill. <laughs> you tailgate with them? And uh, Eric points out that he had made 1,200 homemade pierogies last year at tailgate. Wow. Man. Awesome. I had a whole story when I was a kid. My aunt used to sell them at all the all the festivals, man. St. Stanislaus, we she'd have a tent and we'd make pierogies. I'm a little mutt cutting onions for pierogies, man. Like nine, ten years old, and we she sold them at all the fairs. It was great, man. It was fun. I love this T-shirt uh, for everything. Read uh, Brown's uh, pierogi uh, power T-shirt. I know I screwed that up in there, and uh, but um, it's a great T-shirt. It certainly is a great t-shirt. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, once again for joining us. My uh, pleasure, as always. We're going to keep these these ads going. We're going to get more creative and more fun. So we're going to have you in. We're going to see who can be the first one to score a perfect zero. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, I really appreciate your time. And uh, go Browns. we got a big game on Sunday. What's your prediction? We're going to win. There's nothing about Atlanta that's standing out in my mind. Are you going to go to the to Atlanta and throw a beer can at somebody? No. <laughs> Why not? I only do that at home games. You won't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. she really threw the beer can herself, and the wind caught it. And yeah, it like and, it, and it flipped really over my head. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Thank you so much again, Sherry. Um, we hope to see you next week, and uh, go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns, Sherry. Thank you. Oh, she's, awesome. She's the best. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, Eric predicts it's going to be 38, Browns, Atlanta 10. I cannot believe you think our defense is going to give up 10 I'll points. I'll take that. What a hater. And just just interrupt a little. Hey, everyone who's new to the dog chug, make sure you're if you're watching on YouTube to to click the subscribe button, click the like button, comment below. Um, that's the best place to interact with everyone. We can share your comments on the stream. You can chat with people in the YouTube chat back and forth. It's a good time. Heck, if you if you tell Andy to I'll, chug something, he'll probably chug something. Maybe oh, yeah. even I'll join in. I got a I got a spicy atomic pumpkin beer. It wouldn't be a fun beer to chug, but if someone says you do do it or you're a little B. I, H HR's here, so I didn't say the B word. Um, I'll HR is drinking water, so man, yeah, Ross, I um I, I think you should chug that or you're a little B. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. There's B could be a million things. Like if you go in the dictionary yeah, for right. B, I don't know what that it, means. It it rhymes with the word <laughs> witch and starts with a B. Yeah. Not. Oh, all right. Dog chug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh actually has a good question. He wants to know um, what our favorite drink is to chug during a brown game. And he does say his is a nice hard cider. And he likes Cider Boys Banana Bliss. I'm not nice, man. Roger, what do you like to chug during Browns games? Um, I'm an Edmund Fitzgerald guy. I'm a porter because it fall fall hits. Um, right now, actually, today I was going to get Edmund and I was going to get Edmund. I still had a 12 pack of a hazy. But I, I'm I'm gonna switch to Edmund for the Browns game this coming week. I like a dark beer, and then of course in the Christmas ale. 
you know. Uh, How many Edmonds do you think you drink during the course of the game? During a Browns game? You know what, man? Before I met you guys and before I got on Twitter, I'd drink like six, eight of them, and I'd be one day I like stumbled to bed at 4.30 after some misery that they put on the field. And uh, But now it's like, I, it's halftime, and I had one and a half beers because I'm like glued to the game. I'm watching. I'm talking on. Uh, you know, we're chatting during the game. So really, like my beer consumption has dropped down. Thank you. I kept me out of fucking AA and shit. It's awesome. Wow. All right, Ross. What is your favorite drink to chug during a game? So yeah, I'm a big chugger. I like drinking a lot when I'm doing pre gaming. Uh, Miller Lights my go to, but if I'm doing something stronger. I am going to go with like the Joe Thomas Kolsch at Great Lakes or I'm going to do Muni. I just like the Browns themed beers. So if I find a Browns themed beer, I just yeah. buy it. So you can make the if word to the wise free breweries out there. If you have a really crappy batch of beer, just name <laughs> it after like the Browns and right. consume it. Right. Because I bought some matter. real bad Browns beer. Oh, heck, bad batch of wine, slap Browns on it. I 100% agree. I hate, I'm not a big Bud Light fan. It's not it's just a beer I don't really enjoy. I like Budweiser, okay, but Bud Light, eh, do without it. But as soon as they put those brown helmets on the, the brown cans, I, I, I suddenly want to buy Bud Light. So it does work. Ross, you were right. Um, I'm going to go a little bit different. I, I, I like to drink 15 beers during Brown's game, you know, because it's jug. So I can't drink the heavy stuff. So I can't have uh, 15 Edmund Fitzgerald. That's insane. Right. I just like to drink Coors Light for the most part. I don't have your talents. That's why I stick with the good stuff. I have three of them. Jess, how about you? Um, I don't drink a lot during games unless it's a night game because my kid's around. No yeah. no judgment on people who drink in front of their children. I just don't. <laughs> so uh, I uh, like Shire sure Rock. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. You're so um, uh, Rock is good. I like Oktoberfest beers. There's a local brewery here called Cabin Boys Brewery. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Which I did send the guys bearded theologian beer last year from Cabin Boys, which uh, which one of those beers uh, makes me not feel my face because I don't drink that often. So um, I'm not a proficient drinker like these guys are anymore. But uh, Cabin Boys beer is good. So the bearded theologians here they have a good Oktoberfest as well. Nice. Let me ask you this: If if I drink in front of uh, Baby Manch, is HR going to be upset? No, I feel like your kid will probably come out drinking anyway, honestly, based on his <laughs> discussion that he's had on the show. So if you can get away with giving him a bottle of beer in front of your wife, I mean, I think he'd probably be down. Thanks. Um, Kevin says, uh, big friend of the show. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Love it. My daughter has been, she's been into such a, she just says that all the time now. It makes me so happy and so proud. She just turned four. Anyway, let's move on to uh, some fun. Let's do spit, sip, chug. Everyone, yeah, knows? yeah. All right, staple of the dog chug. Staple of the dog chug, spit, sip, chug. Um, I'm just gonna explain the rules because we have so many new people watching. Yeah, because this show is taking off. I'm gonna make a statement. It's not gonna be a question. It's gonna be a statement. If you happen to agree with the statement, you're gonna have an opportunity to uh, chug and explain why. If you strongly disagree, you're going to spit and explain why. And if your name happens to be Roger First in Cuyahoga Falls and you're somewhere in the middle, you're going to sip and explain why. I'm going to sip. No, I'm chugging. <laughs> sure you are. I got to grab a beer since I chugged that spicy pumpkin. All right. No, I believe I believe in Brissette. Um, I think – You whoa, know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Roger. What? what? I you thought you asked me. You haven't even gotten the you question. You haven't said a statement yet. 
What happened? I was explaining the rule. Oh, sorry to the audience. Roger doesn't actually have the ability to hear very well, so um, there's a you know a couple dog chug mix-ups, but that's why we love him. Uh, All right, so we're gonna start with you, Roger, in just a second. First, I'm gonna read it, and then you're gonna respond. That would be. I was like, wow, Roger's psychic. Roger and I are very much in sync. So, okay, Jacoby Brissett has been efficient in keeping defenses honest, so they can't stack the box. His success will continue this season. Roger? Oh, you know what? I'm going to sip on that. No, I'm chugging on that. Just like you just. <laughs> I'm chugging on that. I believe in Jacoby Brissett. Um, I think he's in the right system for him. And, and I think with the running game, of course, everything in football, you know, is health contingent. But – um, I believe Jacoby Brissett's in the right system. Kevin Stefanski's got a quarterback that he believes in. And um, I'm chugging. All right. Russ. Chugging. Yes. You know what's kind of not fair now that we're part of Network 216? I get to watch all these Browns podcasts, and I get to make up – like it makes Spit Sip Chug easier. I'm good at making my own opinion, but then I hear all this awesome knowledge from like Barking Browns, Down with the Browns, the Yard Dogs, and the Faith- Faithful Dogs podcast. And it seems like across the board, everyone's like, Kevin Stefanski's a genius. He has an awesome playbook. And you know who who's really good at using that playbook and finding open receivers and executing these plays? Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. He's just doing what he's told. He's listening to his coach, and it's working out. And I don't see him going away from that whatsoever. No. But remember, this is a dog chug. I wouldn't have came up with that kind of response <laughs> pre-Network 216. I would have just chugged and said, I don't really got a good take. I just want to drink beer. And then we would have moved on to Andy. But now I got some takes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I unfortunately in this one, I am, I am not as sold as you two. Um, we've played some pretty bad defenses through the first three weeks. And um, – I think the league is going to start to figure uh, Kobe out. I, I I love him. I think he's such a great teammate. Um, he is going to be efficient and and play within the offense, which is what Kevin Spansky wants. But I just don't think it's going to continue to go this smooth. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to spit on this one. Ooh. Jess, well, I didn't expect to spit on that. Um, I'm kind of between a sip and a chug on that, like a sug. Well, I'll go with the sip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to trademark that. HR is really innovating here with uh, a new That's right. That's right. Of, what is it? Chug? Chug? Chug. Sug. Sug. I love yes. it. I'll make my own apparel that says Sug on it. We're like, what the hell are you wearing? Um, so I'm, I'm sipping on it only because I said before the season started, you know, I'm full of hot takes. You know, my, my Twitter. My Twitter is pretty full of hot takes. Um, I said that hot cakes. Did you say hot cakes? Yeah, more hot cakes, really. <laughs> um, but I feel like Jacoby Brissett needs to be just good enough, and I feel like he's been good enough, and I think he's been playing better than good enough. So I feel like if he can just stay good enough, we'll be fine. I don't want to put that pressure on him, you know, because he's watching right now. I don't put that pressure on him, but think that he's gonna, you know, keep it going as well as he has been. I think. I'm going to sip and say, I think he'll continue to be good enough. All right. 
And by the way, Josh does say that I should not be siding with Matty G here. Um, I do appreciate Chick-fil-A, so we're not, I'm not quite there yet, but I guess on this one, we're on the same page. But hopefully I'm wrong. I'm usually wrong. All right, let's move on to statement number two. I've not fucked this up yet. Tito Francona will win manager of the year. Ross. Uh, I'm going to spit on it. The way baseball works, you got all these people that don't watch it as closely as they say they do, the people that vote. And they're going to look at the team with the best record, and they're just going to give it to the manager with the best record. They don't care about our team being young, that we had all these different starting lineups. They don't give a crap. So I'm not spitting on the fact that he doesn't deserve it. I'm spitting on the fact that he won't get it. I actually did it. <coughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, personally, um, like Sam, last one, I'm going to be a homer here. Um, I think they are going to reward him. This has just been such a great story. Every time uh, we are on a national audience and the commentators are talking about how amazing and fun this Guardians team is, they're, they're so enthusiastic about talking about this team talking with the players, I think that is uh, the, the people in baseball realize what's going on here, how special this team is, and I think they are going to reward it to him, even like uh, they gave it to Kevin Spansky when he when he got us to the playoffs. It'll be a similar situation. So, that's my take. I am chugging. Jess? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chug on it as well because I think he deserves it, so that's why I'm chugging. <laughs> Definitely deserves it. Roger? <sighs> I'm going to sip. Oh, here we go. And I'm going to sip because of Buck Walters in New York, and everybody loves the Mets. The Mets are all the talk, and and um, he's in New York, and Buck So, But if the people vote and get their head out of their ass, and they vote for the guy that took it, the youngest, it got a baseball team that's younger than minor league teams, and, and they won the division, and he's going to win over 90 games with them, and he made the playoffs. Cheeto should walk away with it. But fuck the Mets and fuck New York and Glendor and Buck Walter too. How about that? And uh, uh, Roger. I believe there our go. I love Homer Roger. Talking like that, Roger. Uh, speaking of our Guardians, I believe they just won. So, congrats. <laughs> okay, statement number three. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one and two, and this will be Mike Tomlin's first season below five hundred. I'm gonna start. Mm. This is this is so easy. They are not having a winning season this year. Book it. Jessica. I'm also chugging. I have water, so let's see if I can chug it. <laughs> a little bit of a chug, but I don't think they're going to have it this year. You're not Their quarterback driving. was, pardon me? You're not driving tonight, are you? No. Okay. No. Sorry. No, fine. Well, okay. Is that DI water or is that <laughs> tap water? It's uh, out of the thing in my fridge. Oof. So, yeah. Okay. I might have to test you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Steelers are going to have it. I mean, Trubisky looked all right. He looked more, much more mobile than Ben Roethlisberger, but I probably look more mobile than Ben Roethlisberger, so that's not really saying a lot. So, I uh, I mean, he, he seemed to escape everything. They seem to have a plan for Miles Garrett in our defense a little bit, but I don't think that I don't think they're going to do it. All right, Roger. Oh man, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna chug on it. 
Wow. I feel, I feel like you wanted to say I, that, but you didn't want to I know. I broke a record. Um, <laughs> because I think it was the first time where he doesn't have a quarterback. He didn't inherit um, a stellar defense and, and everything that, uh, you know, that what Cowher built. Um, right now he's got a below-average quarterback. He's got a defense that's hurting without T.J. Watt. Um, and because of the extra game, you know, it, it, the extra game, um, I think, helps with him below – Go, you know, finishing below 500. So I'm chugging. wins. Yeah. All right, Ross. Hey, let's bring out the brooms for a sweep. I'm chugging. Nice. Yeah. Tough with the IPA. Fuck you, Mike. Um, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're terrible. Mr. Visky sucks. They all know it. He's just trying to stick to his guns with his whole, hey, if you're on the team, I'm going to stick with you thing. We saw his receivers getting pissed off at Trubisky during the game because he sails them over his head. You don't react like that unless you always see this. They're seeing this in practice. They're seeing right. it in every game. And their coach is being an idiot trying to pull the faithful card. But guess what? The receivers want to have a ball that they can catch. And they have super talented wide receivers. They're just going to keep losing games because their coaching staff doesn't know what to do when they don't have a franchise quarterback. No. They've got tiny hands. <laughs> little little tiny. Well, that guy's not playing yet, so I'm not talking about that quite yet. That's their next problem. If he was, right. but if they had any confidence in him, he would be played. So, isn't it glorious watching Pittsburgh burn? Yes. Oh my God! You know what was really glorious? Like Andy was at the game. There were significantly less Steelers fans there, like significantly. They can't handle the fact that they know they suck, so they're not making these trips and traveling anymore. And you're going to see it across the the league. Like you, when you see Steeler games on national TV. You'd always see a whole bunch of terrible towels. Those things are in their back pocket now. They're not waving them right now. No, they know their team sucks. They're they're probably still watching, but they're not cheering as hard. Penguins' attendance is going to soar <laughs> pretty soon. How many? Like you're going to see so many Browns jerseys in Pittsburgh Stadium because uh, yeah, it's just going to flip. Going to be a cheap ticket. It is going to be a cheap ticket. Eric says there are still too many Steeler fans. Well, just wait. That's, that's like, not wrong either, but there's wait, definitely less. Wait like one more year. I don't even think Steeler fans will exist because they're the most fair weather fans I've ever seen. Anyway, move on to statement number four, our final statement of the night. Jess, we're going to start with you. If the Browns are 8-3 and three when Deshaun Watson comes off his suspension, they need to keep playing the hot hand in Jacoby Brissett. I'm going to spit on that. You know, I'm not much of a spitter over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the dramatic spits like Andy. Um, I, uh, they're not going to keep playing Jacoby Brissett. I mean, if something happens to Deshaun Watson, which hopefully it doesn't after he comes back, but I mean, they're not going to. And he paid $230 million for a quarterback to watch him sit out the whole first season that he's with us. So that's what I'm saying. All right, Roger. I'm sipping. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and to get back to even. Will Brissett have the hot hand? The Browns can still finish um, um, at that point. They can still be have that record, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's Jacoby Brissett with the run game and if the defense kicks into what plays up to their potential. Um, but if Jacoby Brissett is in the top 10 quarterbacks like he is today, and if he's winning, if he's hot, and we're rolling, there's absolutely no way you can pull him. I, 
I, I can't even fathom pulling a quarterback out like that to put in a guy that hasn't played in, what, a year and a half? You know, I think you ride with Percet until, you know, you, you know, until bust. You know, if he calls for benching, that's when you put Watson in. That's what I think. All right. Ross. You got to get Watson in because, like, the whole point you signed him, you're paying him all this money because yeah. when our team is good and we're in the playoffs and we have to win three or four games in a row to win it all, he's going to have to beat out people like Josh Allen. You, do you see Jacoby Brissett beating out Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and all these other great quarterbacks? Like, you're going to be trading touchdowns against these teams that are favorites in the league. So even if we're eight and three, if we're going to win it all, it's going to be with Deshaun. It's not going to be with Brissett. It would be great if it could happen. And this might, and in the, there's a weird scenario now where like the league has so much parity where like every team is like two and one and one and two right now. It's insane. But no, if we're winning it all, you, you have to have Deshaun in there as a starter. All right. The way I see this one is this is this is just a silly question. Um, you play the best guys you have. Uh, I think in the dog chug update, it was said if, if um, you know, Dearness Johnson was coming in for Nick Chubb for a couple of games and was doing awesome, and then Nick Chubb's healthy, you play. Uh, you go back to Nick Chubb because he's a better football player, and that's the way it needs to be. Anyone else that's disagreeing with that is just, I don't know, Talking of uh, making a point on how they feel about the guy. Sean Watson will play when he's back, so I am I'm spinning. All right, and that is that's the spit sip. What is it called? Spit sip jug. What's your what shit your spit name? jug? What's, what was your new uh, innovation? Spit, thing? sug, chug. Sup, spit, sip, sug, chug. Sug, chug. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop drinking. You know you're not. All right. So um, I guess we lost Roger or something. Uh, ooh, what, what's going on here? Some sirens, some flashing lights. What the heck? Oh, shit. Is another Browns player suspended? <laughs> Crap. Did Deshaun Watson get – oh, crap. No. Please, no. Don't tell me that we have another problem. No. Which play... No, it could be anything, like domestic violence. No, please. The NFL has <laughs> got to fix this shit. We can't take anything else we as Browns fans. There has to be – there's got to be something good coming for us. No more – I don't want any more car accidents. Please. Yeah, that was that was scary. Oof. Very yeah, scary. Thank God, thank God, Miles is good and his uh, passenger was all right too. Yes, I'm a little bit worried of what's going on. Is do you think? Well, and Rogers actually off the screen. I did. What happened? Maybe I hope he's, he's okay. Maybe he's getting arrested right now. I don't know. Maybe Hamid just coming to get him for his infomercial. Oh. Hey guys, um, here at the Dog Chug, here at the Dog Chug, we want to make sure the Browns fans are safe when they're away on uh, road games. Um, so here's a list of crimes that are in the metro area and places that Browns fans should probably avoid while they're out traveling uh, out of town. 
All right, so here we go. Um, number one was a Lakewood, a Lakewood Heights man was arrested Saturday afternoon, just past Saturday afternoon in downtown Atlanta. The man is being accused of standing at the entrance driveway of a vacant retail store and charging people to park there for an event that was two blocks away. A gas station attendant became uh, suspicious. The man left the parking lot post that he took, came across the street, he purchased two bottles of cheap wine, and when the man left the store, the attendant called police when she observed him smoking from what looked like to be a meth pipe by the gas station dumpster. When police arrived on the scene, a question of the suspect was determined he was he was not authorized to charge for parking in the parking lot. Police arrested a man after a search was conducted and drug paraphernalia was found. The suspect later told police that his parking rates are cheaper than the city's. He was just trying to help people out. Um, more charges are pending. This is the second story. And you know what? If you're in, if you're in Atlanta, Browns fans, it looks like from what I've been reading, I read, I read this Atlanta news for like an hour and a half. Meth is like going nuts down there. Atlanta's on meth. And so park your car in a legitimate spot. Don't try to save five bucks. All right. Um, here's a second story. A pizza delivery driver was arrested in Midtown Saturday evening when the police were called to a hotel. Um, the, the driver was upset after uh, he received his tip from the customer. He took the pizza back from the customer and he threw it down the hallway. And then he re proceeded to throw the contents of the bag at the woman, coleslaw salad, and he sprayed her with uh, a, a bottle of Coke. And he yelled at her, you ain't got no pizza now. Um, the police uh, arrested the man for disorderly conduct, misdemeanor assault, and uh, he'll gonna be spending a night in the jail. So listen, if you're a Browns fan, you order pizza in a hotel, up tip 20, 25% because the pizza drivers down there don't put up with that bullshit. Um, make sure you shoot. Um, all right, here's another one. Um, we're gonna, all right. Um, yeah, right here it is. Sorry, guys. Uh, police were called to the scene of a carjacking in Atlantic Station. When the police arrived, they found the actual suspect was laying in a pool of blood with a broken nose, a broken jaw, three busted ribs, and a shattered kneecap. After investigating, the police learned that the suspect approached the vehicle, uh, female as she was trying to unlock her car and enter her vehicle. He demanded her keys and purse. Witnesses say that the would-be victim turned crime fighter, un and I quote, unleashed a fury of karate-type moves and took the criminal down in seconds. The police called for an ambulance, and the criminal was placed under arrest. He told police to take him to jail and keep that crazy bitch away from me. Man. Wow. Um, look, man, if, I, if anybody, if you're in Atlanta, they try to carjack you, hand over your keys, your life's not worth it. It's just a car. Um, you know, it's no big deal. But, um, you know, on the other hand, it looks like the carjackers are pussies down there. So, you know, if you think you could take them, you know, hey, whatever. Um, here's here's one right here, and this is uh, this is mm, South Fulton, and the word is out in South Fulton. Um, the police have start, set up a sting, and what they're doing is they're arresting uh, people trying to pick up prostitutes. Um, South Fulton, Georgia, and the word is out. Um, Police are moving in and determined to sweep Fulton Industrial Boulevard south of 220. They've arrested dozens of people ranging in the age of 18 to 79. I mean, 79, that a boy, huh? 
Uh, Police Chief Keith Meadows says that it's just the beginning of an all-out assault on the dangerous sex and drug trade that's been plaguing the area for decades. The police want you to know that it's uh, no longer in business. Um, Browns fans, I, I didn't think I have to say this. I know I don't, but any of you good time Charlies out there, the store's closed at the Fulton Industrial Parkway. Um, so that's it. That's our safety tips while you're in Atlanta. If you're traveling for the game, um, Dog Chug's happy to provide them for you. Uh, just uh, DM us and we'll let you know what uh, your hotel's like. Wow. Glad right. I'm in Cleveland. That's all Thank I can say. For that, it's very important to keep us all safe that we're all visiting Atlanta. So yeah. appreciate that. That was, that was amazing. Good job. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous there. I Yeah, the police blot are scary for Atlanta. <laughs> I'm going to hand my keys right over. If you see me in Atlanta, just uh, ask me for my keys. Right. I'll get them. Atlanta. Drive to the next game, next week's game. Just keep going and just drive to the next road game and stay there until they play. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to finally I'm resolve why I got ejected from um, – my from, from Brown Stadium last week. Uh, I've been teasing this to everyone, but before I do that, I do want to announce that um, we're gonna we're gonna do our football pool bet game in a little bit. Which um, we we need one more person. So if anyone listening right now wants to message Ross, they'll shoot you a link if you want to come on and uh, make a pick. And here's the good news: if if we if five of us hit, um, we're just gonna split whatever winnings we get five ways. I think it's up to $1,700. So a lot of money on the line. Um, anyone that wants to uh, make a pick against the spread, shoot Ross a note. Come on, drink a beer with us. It'll be fun. But let me tell you about why I got ejected from Brown Stadium. because This is, uh, this, I've never, this has never happened to me before. Um, first of all, I should point out that uh, <laughs> I was so excited Uh to get down to tailgating and get the chance to meet everyone from down at the Browns. The whole crew was there. So I was anticipating we'd get down there at like 5 o'clock. <clears throat> I was really looking forward to that. Um, unfortunately, the guests that I invited didn't really make it to my house until about a quarter to 7 or 6.30, somewhere around there. So by the time we got down to the stadium, like it was game time. It was like time to essentially make your way to the stadium so you could make the beginning of the game. Um, we parked all the way in the third part of the Muni lot. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. If you guys been to the Muni, you know, like there's there's actually like a third section even beyond the second. It's like a mile away through the Muni lot. Uh, we parked there, and uh, I realized the good news is we have to make like the ten minute walk through the Muni lot, so I can at least drink a couple beers as I go in. And um, we're we were gonna try and find Ross's tailgate. So of course. My dumbass just pulls out like the most, <laughs> uh, all the most alcoholic beers that I that I had in the cooler. Um, we did make it to Ross's tailgate. Had about ten minutes, right, Ross? Yep, that's about right. So I had uh, two twenty-four ounce Natty Daddies in a Nosferatu, which is all three of those beers are eight percent alcohol. <laughs> and I did the math in my head initially, and I did it wrong because I was rushing. Um, so I drank all three of those in about 10 minutes time. And then uh, all of a sudden realized, oh, my God, I just had like 10 beers worth of alcohol in about 10 minutes. And now we're going into the stadium to watch the Browns play the Steelers. 
not really where I wanted to be. <clears throat> I usually can drink 10 beers during a normal tailgate, but not in 10 minutes right before we're walking into the stadium. Uh, so I knew I was a little bit in trouble. So we all go into the stadium and there was a little issue with security. Like the guy had to like scan our ticket like three or four times and or it's actually on your phone. But then he's like, okay, you're good. So we, we go into the stadium and as we go down to uh, our seats, I don't know if anyone has this issue. I wish Sherry was here. Actually, let me ask Sherry. I'm going to bring her on really quick. Sherry. Yes. Do you ever have the issue where you go to your seats and there's someone in your seats? Yes. It happens all the time. And it's always like, like, no, these are my seats. And then you're like, um, yeah, no, I actually have the ticket right here. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I have the wrong section. And it's like, sure. You know, they're lying. They just wanted to move up, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so this happens all the time. I'm, I have second row seats right behind the Browns bench. So there's always someone in our seats and I always have to have this little <laughs> interaction. So I get there and there's people in our seats and I say to them like, Hey, these are my seats in the, <clears throat> the um, husband, there's a child and a husband husband's like, uh, no, these are our seats. And I was like, do you have the tickets? And he's like, um, my wife has them. I don't know where she is. I'm like, okay, sure, sure. So, uh, go get security. <laughs> they come in a address situation. I show them my phone and, uh, the tickets and they immediately say, okay, this is his seats. Um, you have to leave and they they made the, the husband and the child leave so me and my guests are now sitting in the seats enjoying the game and uh all of a sudden i look at my phone and i see an email from uh stubhub i i do put my seats on stubhub and um if they happen to sell i put them for like an astronomical price so if they happen to sell then uh i'll just go buy like nosebleed seats when i bring guests to the game i i, I pay for them <laughs> uh StubHub used to have a policy that like the, if they don't sell a day before the game they they go offline so i figured okay they didn't sell we're we're gonna sit in the good seats um i get an email from some of that sells says ignore the fact that your seats sold because we detected fraud on the account all i see and i don't have an email that my seats actually sold so i'm like okay this is weird then about 10 minutes later, I actually get an email. Congratulations, your seat's sold. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So now I'm like, okay, well, I, I obviously I'm going to ignore that because I just saw that there was fraud on the account. And, uh, it, and I'm sitting there like struggling. Like, it, with, was the people I just kicked out of the seats legitimate or not? And then I'm like, wait a minute. If it was legitimate, there's no way they would have. They would have let us in. Our seats, our tickets would have been invalidated. We would not have been able to get in. So I'm. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. The first quarter ends. We're having a blast. And then all of a sudden, this very well-dressed uh, Brown security person comes over and essentially says, okay, so here's the deal. Um, you did sell those seats to the to the fan. We were able to verify it with StubHub. And um, unfortunately, since you don't have tickets, you're, you're trespassing. So we need to escort you off the premises. <laughs> and Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. What? Well... I don't have a ticket. That, oh, that's bizarre. Of and course, you didn't... I got in the freaking stadium. Yeah. <laughs> right. And if I had... Those are live tickets, too. They don't double... They did it all digital because they don't let duplicates happen. That's the reason they went all digital. Right. Exactly. So they clearly, didn't. Right. clearly, the security guy, when he 
when he had an issue, he was just like, nah, you're good. He like, I don't think he actually scanned our tickets and it accepted. I think he just let us in. So I've had that. I've also had that. You were still able to pull up your ticket was like the live barcode and everything. Yeah, I had everything. Yeah. You still had access to it. So like when you sell the tickets, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But anyway. Usually I um like sell them wow. myself and just transfer them to people, but I no longer have access to the ticket once it's transferred. But yeah, that's weird with StubHub. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised I, they let that happen. So I, I think they just bought the tickets like right before game time. And, Probably. Yeah. And the fact that like we got into the stadium, I should have, if I was in a better state of mind, I could have probably like been like, Hey, you're out still. In the stadium, so like, I don't want to make a big deal about this, but clearly your security failed and let's let us just go sit in like the worst possible seats and whatever, but be there. But I was unfortunately in a point position where I could barely communicate English language. (laughs) (laughs) Who was, who was your uh, handler for that day? Uh, I was with, um, you know, uh, our, our, our former guests, not former guests, our former, uh, friend Ed and, and his wife, Kelly. So, gotcha. Okay. They came all the way up from Columbus to watch the game and oh no, escorted off the premises. We tried to find a bar. It was too too crazy and busy. So then uh, Ed drove us back to my house and we got to watch like the last I don't know fifteen. That's minutes. like a really sad story. <laughs> that is wow. Wow. Oh man. And you weren't even like drunk and disorderly escorted escorted out. You were just yeah. like. I was drunk, but I was not disorderly. No, yeah. Really At least you get bragging rights with that, you know? Like, I was so drunk, they kicked me out. The worst part is I feel so bad for the poor family that I may miss a quarter because they paid a lot of money for these seats. And oh, I... Total confusion. So I am... Uh, yeah, I'm a jerk. I feel horrible. You know, that, that wasn't your fault. That was, a, a, you know, technical issue, big time. You you got a record now. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm sure, I'm sure the Browns are just going to be like, okay, you're, you're a jerk, so we're going to take your season tickets away. I don't know. Security, <laughs> security came down to me one time at Muni, and they wanted my flask. And he was going to take the whole flask. I said, no, you're not getting a flask. We'll pour the booze out, but you're not getting my silver flask. And uh, he, I think he was trying to just get the booze. He wasn't happy about it. He wanted your formal flask. <laughs> Balls cold too. Um, Charles Moore says hello, Sherry. Hey, Charles, how's it going? I will say that the security guy, as he was escorting us off the premises, embarrassingly did say that um, <laughs> despite how drunk you are, you are like one of the most courteous people <laughs> I've had to do this to. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. People are very, uh, you, know. you know what I did? I did the express check-in thing where you like scan your face like the yeah, night before you... that. there's no waiting at all and you could bring people in like they don't even care who you bring with you i'm like yeah, i have I two tickets and then i didn't do it my brother did and i'm like why didn't i do that it's like, yeah it's take a picture they hey. have like four lanes open with no people going through them for that specific new feature so uh i signed up for it maybe like two nights ahead of time and it was you just walk up to their little camera's facial recognition and then my name came up with all my info and they're like you're good and i'm like wow wow so i gotta sign up for that no waiting hey. yeah zero waiting when my when my 13 year old was uh first he gets migraines 
And uh, we went to a, a Browns game, him and I, and my wife said, take his medication. You got to go through the one thing and show him the medication, blah, blah. So we do it. We got our tickets. Lines are long. And, man, I'm, boom, I'm in my seats. I got pop, I got my hot dog. I got my beer. Three minutes, I'm in, and they're like, oh, okay, go ahead. So get a prescription bottle and go through Is there. Express our sponsor or something? Get Just right in there. <laughs> Walk in right like We're advertising the for the Browns right now. <laughs> Just shake your There's pills at them. Hey, this next Adam. game, the prescription line is going to be down the road. <laughs> um, so Eric does say if you do express, you can sneak in beers. They yeah, they don't pat you down. They they don't do anything. They just brought in a six pack. So yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, they don't touch you. Yeah. Nothing. If you don't want to share this on Twitter, because then we'll get caught. <laughs> if you want to save sixty five dollars, you can just bring in a you know like a six dollar uh, six pack. So anyway, that's my story. <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm never gonna let that happen again. Uh, tickets are gonna come down the night before if they don't sell. <laughs> Um, look, did we get Ross? Did anyone reach out to jump on and make no? Pick? No one reached out. I put a comment in the Twitter in the right, YouTube. Well, so, what we have, we don't yeah. have anyone. Sherry could make a pick. Yeah, Sherry, you're here. If you want to make a pick against the spread, if we win, we're gonna split the camera. Uh, do I? <laughs> what do I have to do? Score? We'll have you go. We'll have you go last, so you know which games were already picked. Why wouldn't she go first? So she could pick any game. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, yeah, I don't was pick an NFL or a college game, and we'll tell you what the spread is, and then uh, you can you can pick which side you want. Have you ever bet on a on a sports game before? I've not. All right, so let's say the Browns are. Uh, I think they're minus half, one and a half, one and a half. The Browns are giving one and a half points. So whatever the final score ends up being, you got to subtract the point and a half from the Browns score. And that's literally just who has more points at that, that point. So <clears throat> if you think the Browns are going to cover the one and a half point, then you click them. And that means you think they're going to win by two or more. Make sense? Okay. All you really you're, you're a scientist. <laughs> hey, hey, I went to school in Florida. I'm good with numbers. It's still confusing. <laughs> Hey, every hoodlum in Collinwood knows how to do this math. I think you should be pretty good at it. I told you. I went to school. I have a public school education from Florida. <laughs> they didn't teach us anything down there. Well, all right. All you have to do is then pick a game, pick a team you like. Okay. So we'll let you go first, I think. You should go first because then you get to take any game you want. Oh, my. It could just be you could just say the Browns and then okay. have the spreads up if you want any if you want to know which teams have what spread just ask. No, I'm, can I just pick the Browns, cuz? Sure, you pick the Browns. There you yeah, go. One and a half points. It's not a bad one. Now I gotta look again. <laughs> you just took Roger's pick. All right. Uh Jess, <laughs> go to you next. Uh the Vikings game. You're taking the Vikings. Yeah. All right, let's wait. Let's make sure I get these picks in before I forget. Those guys are aware I've been drinking. They are minus two and a half, so they're favored. The Vikings are? Yep. Two and a half point <laughs> favorites. The site, <laughs> the site actually locks in the picks uh, on a certain time frame. Like I think they were locked in yesterday. So it was whatever the spread was yesterday. If it's moved, then uh, it doesn't matter. They're locked in. So Cleveland is actually giving two and a half points. So we need to win by a field goal, but 
they're going to do that. So I'm taking the Browns. Uh, Vikings are also giving two and a half points. So they also need to win by a field goal against the Saints. It's going to happen. Um, Roger, do you have I, any- I, you know, we're teaching Sherry how to bet by next week. You're going to be over by Corbos trying to do a parlay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I do underdog. I have it. I'm in the underdog fantasy thing. Like I can pick certain players, but it's you know watch. It. I can pay attention to certain players, but the whole game, not as much. What's the line on the Jets game? The Jets. Jets Pittsburgh. They are getting three and a half points. Jets are getting three and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Jets and three and a half. Whoa! Whoa. Beat Pittsburgh. Fuck Pittsburgh again. Okay. Joe Flacco throwing uh, bombs out there. Um, Unless they get Zach Wilson back. I am going to take, uh, unfortunately, you're not going to like this, but I'm taking I'm taking the Ravens getting three and a half points. Against, Damn it. Against yeah, that was a good – I looked at that one, man. They're at home too, right? Well, here we go. I got an improv now because <laughs> I thought I had it. It's not a hard improv. I'm, it actually works really well for what's going on right now. All right. What do you got, Russ? Whatever the Bearcats are favored by, they're covering. Bearcats are going to beat Tulsa because Jessica is going going to the game, so I want her to cheer for for me to win this bet. So you're saying you're you're taking what you're taking the other team? No, I'm taking the Bearcats to cover. Cincinnati Bearcats to cover. They're they're giving nine and a half points, so they got to win by ten. Oh, it's very possible. Our quarterback had a very good game last week. Um, if he get, gets his deep ball accuracy down, we actually would have beat Arkansas. So, nice. And I forgot the rhythm now. How we did last last week? We went three and two last week. Our guest hit with the Buckeyes. Kelly was correct in picking the Bengals. Ross, you were also correct with the Lions. They they uh, lost by four, but covered the six and a half points. Roger, you were just a wee bit off taking the Chargers. Um, they had to win by six and a half, and they lost 28 to 10. I saw the score. I was like, that's why I was playing dumb in the chat. I'm like, who did I have? What, what was my bet? Crazy how that- and you guys are ignoring me. You're pissed. <laughs> and then uh, I actually also missed. I, I took the Texans minus two and a half, and they – no, two plus two and a half, and they, and they lost by three. So I, so I was a half point off. So, um, how are we all doing, Ross? You are you are three and one. I am three and one. Roger, you are one and two. Three and one, even though there's only three games. Gang Green to give me the two and two. Sorry, two and one. And then um, our guest is our guest, and then Sherry is uh, yeah, both two and one. So everyone's doing two and one except Roger. You're the only. You're the only. Terrible, terrible picker. Here's the good news. If all five lists hit, we're going to get our share of $1,700. So. Phenomenal, right? Woo. Hmm. Go Browns. All right. And that is, I think, everything we, we had tonight. Um, yeah. Who's, who's going who's to have the MVP game this week? Let's ask that question. And, uh, let's start with – I love going to Roger first because he's always confused. Roger, who's going <laughs> to – Who's going to be the MVP? I'm prepared this week. Last week I had Amari Cooper, and I was right. Oh, you, you did awesome. I had it right. Um, and this week I'm going to – I think we're going to see more Chief. I'm going to take David Njoku. Dude, 
both those guys were just so phenomenal last week. I love it. Yep. Jessica. Are we only doing offense? No, it's anyone you want. You could you could pick special teams if you sure. want. Sure. I'm, I'm a defense girl. I'm good with uh, Martin Emerson. He's going to have an MVP game. Oh, love that. I love Martin. Love it. He's, uh, he's pretty exciting. Emerson. I'm good with him. He's so fun to watch every week. I love it. Jerry. Uh, uh, this may be out of like left field, but I'm going to go with Perry on Winfrey. Not just because he's my bestie, but oh. I feel like he's going to prove himself something this weekend. Nice. Well, nice. We, we got some injuries on the defensive line, so it would be great if he stepped up and played hard. Ross? I'm just going to be lazy and say Nick Chubb because he's leading the league in rushing yeah. and no one said his name yet because they're trying to have hot takes. He's going to be our best player on It's like saying team. Baker Mayfield. Sure. And everybody knows it. <laughs> Dude, Nick Chubb, oh, it's, he's just so good. It's such a pleasure to watch him every week. All right, I think it's you guys amazing. are all missing this one, though. Like, so, The right answer is so obvious, and none of you have mentioned it. I thought for sure all four of you are going to go with this guy, but um, here I am going last, and he's still there for the taking. So uh, clearly it's going to be the guy that makes the biggest difference in the game, Charlie Hewitt, her long snapper. He's going to have a phenomenal game. All right. Hey, the Bengals play. lost game a game because of their long right. snapper. So. <laughs> you know, to win this thing – to win this thing every week, you just got to say Nick Chubb, and then you'd win every week because <laughs> Nick Chubb's just fucking incredible. He is. All right. Well, no. I, I think that's all we got. Does anyone else have anything interesting to say? Before I awkwardly You really think I have anything interesting to say? You just picked Nick Chubb. Yeah. The most uninteresting Chubb, no matter what. Given. Roger, do you want to go on for 20 more minutes about how soft homage is? We should. We should do that. Let's uh, let's batten down the hatches and <laughs> that out. What were you planning on having for dinner in in thirteen days? Say that again. <laughs> what? Thirteen days. Oh, you mean? Are you? What are you planning on having for dinner? I don't know. Like and how that relates to your. That was the Hamidjad reference, right? Are you? Yes. You know what, ma'am? I, I, I was tabbing my uh, notes and it jumped. You ever on a tablet? It jumped and it went from that. Whatever I wrote below that was gone. So we nobody will ever know. <laughs> me, including me. Yeah, that or he's getting a pizza at a hotel. Hey, man. In Atlanta, which is quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. You, got a, you got a tip. Hey, 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 hey like. A thousand fifteen hundred years are gonna undig my shit, and I'd be like, "Look at this genius! He was a genius!" And then I'll fit up. I'll be long fucking dead. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, a phenomenal episode of the Dog Chug. Thank you, Sherry, for for jumping on and and filling in. Always uh, my pleasure. Thank you for for joining the team and being our new HR. Uh, we need it. We are we are an unruly group of son of bitches. We need, to, we need some help. So thank you for steering us correctly and for all your amazing takes today. Ross, thank you for that unbelievable video to start. Yeah. To, can't wait to see what you have cooked up next week. And Roger, I'm still just baffled at that homage. <laughs> Infomercial. 
I had a whole thing about pierogi on the screen. It just fucking disappeared. In if anyone is having trouble day. sleeping tonight, uh, go ahead and just play that part of the show. You'll knock out them. Hey, hey, I think they're just jealous because I only got two uh, two antacids. I think it's just jealousy. When was the last um, time you heard I, that? I stand as champion. <laughs> Sherry liked the wine, voted me to champion, and I think it's just jealousy. I think it was a rant where people said it was like the commercial where they used to throw the pair of jeans. It was like a hot chick. And the jeans were on the chair way in the background. That's kind of like my people like, what the hell was that? And they see homage and they go buy a T-shirt. I think uh, Sherry's losing her credentials as a judge. The, the, that was a pity to Nelson <laughs> she gave you. That was a terrible ad. I think you Russia, Russia gave it six antacids. <laughs> I think in another dimension, Roger is still doing an homage ad. Hey, you're lucky my computer jumped at the lactating nipples line that I had in there oh, with the... <laughs> Not again. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Uh, let's just feel away in Atlanta. We need. Uh, we need. We need. We need to be three and one. I think heading into the next couple games, we have some good injury news that helps the Browns, uh, which we need. We need all the help we can get. So we got to win this one, and then take care of business one game at a time. Now, anyway, thank you all for uh, everything that you did. Let's all chug if you got them and go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns.